We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 31 with two sport stone people, also the hosts, Morgan and Austin. How is it going, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good. It is pissing down rain. I don't know if you can hear that, but it is wild. No, you can't hear Perfect. anything, but um, a little bit of rain never, never hurt nobody, so. Well... A lot did sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, water creates life, so. Well, yeah, fair. All right. Anyway, <laughs> how was your uh, weekend and your week? Well, um, today was good. We went. Uh, my fiance and I went down to the ocean at low tide, so we got to go out real far. Um, and we just kind of enjoyed the view, the waves crashing in. Um, it was lovely. It was, I don't know, today it was probably like five or seven degrees. Oh, we're about the same temperature right now. Oh yeah. You got a warm snap? Yeah. It just, you know, we would go from minus 40 one day and then the next day it's plus five. So, oh, that makes the roads fun. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not quite, tomorrow's supposed to be the warmer day, but it's been like minus 10 or around that well, range. That's t shirt weather. Well, yeah, I've been wearing my flip flip flops, but I mean, I wore those in minus 40 as well. So that doesn't yeah. seem. You're a little nuts. So how about you? How about, how are you doing? How, how, how you been? Um, Good. Uh, Nothing too crazy. I had a, mayo mishap uh, for supper t- today. Um, a mayo mishap? <laughs> yes. I uh, Do I even want to know? It's not as bad as you think. Um, so I made, I was making some uh, chicken strips, the $8 kind, the good kind. If you're a trailer park boy, you get that reference. Not, not the ones with all the them crumblies on them, but anyways, um, I was trying to, you know, I didn't have a spoon, so I was trying to put mayo on the bowl to, so I could dip them in because I'm that healthy, and um, I didn't end up only getting a little bit of mayo. I got the entire container of mayo right over my. Uh, Chicken strips there, so they're very mayo-y. I managed to scoop some back into the container because I live by myself, so I can do these type of things. And now here we are. So that was my mayo mishap. Alrighty, very exciting. <laughs> it was interesting. It was um, not something that I really wanted to deal with before. I was eating. I just lost mayo everywhere. So. 
Um, just so you know, uh, I have actually pre-read some of the articles you sent me. And um, I, the first thing we're going to talk about, I can definitely say some names for you, if you like. Well, I probably wasn't really going to say a bunch of the names, but we will get there. But right before we get to that point, we might as well go through the boring stuff and get our plugs out there. So you can reach me at Captain Morgan 2. Um, you can also reach the, this is on Twitter. You can also reach the main Twitter account for the show at Podstone. And I believe Austin has a couple plugs for you as well. I got at Fitzgerald and on Instagram we got TSWGS pod that is talking stone while getting sports pod on Instagram uh, in the Twitter and the Instagram link. We have uh, link trees now. So you click on that link and it takes you to all our links, our podcast, our Instagram, Twitter. So Instagram, we're going to start. Um, I know I said this already, but I'm going to work on kind of editing some clips out and um Basically, the parts where we're actually entertaining, um, I'll put those as like teasers, and then people will think that the whole podcast isn't perfect, so they'll listen, and it'll be great. So what you're telling me is our Instagram is just going to be empty, because unless you're going to make some fake entertaining stuff, like maybe still some clips from a different podcast or something, I don't know, but... That would be funny. I should just (laughs) post clips from different podcasts and then say it's our podcast and then they listen to ours and it's us. That will go over fantastic. Hey guys, welcome to the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, We're talking to famous people like Paul F. Tompkins and Conan O'Brien um Elon Musk. Um, and we also have these other two guests coming on, also named Morgan and Austin. They're just going to talk about sports and get right to it. And off of the top, <laughs> because we're not Joe Rogan, um, we are... Morgan Austin, like I said, and we're going to talk NBA. How does that sound? Let's fucking do it. All right, and I guess Austin did mention he will might help me with some of the names. Um, he's more than welcome to. I personally wasn't going to go through all the names because they haven't really picked what teams what players are going to be on the team. And what I'm talking about is the NBA 2021 All-Star Game. And the captains are LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Um, Some of the stuff is, yeah, they are going to, on March 4th, they are going to be picking from a pool of players selected by fans. Um, LeBron James and Kevin Durant were also selected by fans as well. Um, basically, everything's going to get done one day, and that one day is Sunday, March 7th. There's going to be a three-point shooting competition. 
the dunking competition, the old star game itself. I will. I love the slam dunk competition. That's my favorite part of the entire event. So I'm definitely going to try and watch that part. Um, if you want to throw some names out there or say what you have to say, then be my guest, buddy. Oh, yeah. Well, I just uh, guess there's some notable stuff. So LeBron James. LeBron James. This is his 17th all-star selection. 17. He is only third in history behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Kobe Bryant. So that's pretty elite company. He is the leading scorer in all-star game history. Like, that's wild. He, um... The only year he hasn't been selected for the all-star game, or at least first team, because he was a rookie. Yeah, like, those numbers that you just rifled off there, 17 appearances and all that stuff, um... Oh, darn, he didn't make it in there as a rookie. Shucks. Um, right? 17 years in a row, that's not bad. That's, yeah, that's insane. And I'm pretty sure this isn't Kevin Durant's first appearance himself either. No, it's his 11th. 11th. So, I mean, not too shabby. I can not see bad. why. I'm not surprised that they won the voting. Um, and I guess if you guys are curious on March 4th, it will be televised and you can watch who exactly they pick. I don't know how exciting personally they could make that on TV, but they're doing what they can, I guess. I, I don't think I'll be watching the draft part itself, but. March 7th will probably be coming in. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on to the NBA side of things? No, uh, I'm good there. Beautiful. I actually got some... I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant when we start our next segment. But Leonard's going to... I have some nice, calm things that are going to mellow the tone, hopefully. But it is time for the Toker Joke segment. So, right off the top, I'm not sure if Austin ended up seeing this clip. But there's a clip after Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. They were celebrating. That is fine. That's not the issue I have here. The issue I have is that Tom Brady was on a boat. Rob Gronkowski was on a separate boat. Uh, Tom Brady had the Lombardi trophy in his hand, and he decided to throw it like a football, to Rob, ended up catching it, but could have gone 
extremely, extremely bad. Um, bless you. Thank you. And, um, but yeah, it could have gone extremely, extremely bad. Also, not just that, the huge crowds, and I don't have to explain what's going on right now everywhere. Um, I think it's completely dumb, silly, and frankly, uncalled for, and kind of disrespectful because the article I found, the daughter of the guy that designed the Lombardi Trophy, kind of asking for an apology, and I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to go to this because I personally think that they were, frankly, acting as bridge assholes. So that's where I stand. Um, Austin doesn't necessarily have to agree with me, but what do you got? Joke or joke? Well, I, uh, I'm i going to differ with you on this one. All right. So... I think ultimately, end of the day, they play a game. It's a game. They play a game. They play it very well. They play it very, very well, but they play a game. They uh, There's a lot of money involved. A lot of people watch it. It's a game. And it's a trophy. I don't know. It, it's a... The amount of disrespectful things that have been done to the Stanley Cup... You know, it's but it's part of the history, I think. Um, and when you win it, hell yeah, celebrate. And you know what? Yeah, it was a little bit reckless for sure. You're not wrong at all there. However, I think I don't know. I think when you win it as many times as he has, when you as an individual have won more championships than any other team, any other, any team in the league. (laughs) That's true. I think you are arguably above (laughs) everyone else. (laughs) So I'm going to toke on it. All right. Well, that's why I love this segment. It gets juices flowing. It's people stoned. And Sometimes it can also warm people's hearts. And I'm not going to lie. I already have a bowl pack here. And I'm already going to smoke it. Because Patrick Mahomes now has already won one Super Bowl. Didn't have the greatest outing against Tom Brady. But still had a chance to win. He is now a father. Because Patrick Patrick Mahomes and his fiance Brittany Matthews announced birth of first child. All all I'm going to say about it, kid's name, which is amazing name, Sterling Sky Mahomes. Oh, yeah, I quite love that name. That rolls off the tongue nicely. Even when I'm a little stoned, I still can say it. That's a very cool name. Yeah, it's a great name. I don't have her 
weight and all that stuff. She's healthy, alive. That's all that matters. I'm going to talk to it. See all right, I guess we're just both talking to uh, Patrick Mahomes' kid. Um, good for him. You know, it's uh, even though he didn't win two in a row, two Super Bowl appearances in a row ain't too shabby either. You know, it's um, he's got a bright future. And I, I would argue that Tom Brady didn't beat Patrick Mahomes, but it was the Bucks defense that beat T- Patrick Mahomes. So good for Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna t- uh, tell a little, 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 little. I'm gonna joke on that. Beautiful. Well, <laughs> this one's a little bit out there. Um, it's technically sports related, but it's sports movie related, and it's my ultimate favorite sports movie. And just this past Monday, it was the 25th year anniversary of Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler went out to the golf course, did the famous Happy Gilmore drive. It looked great. He looks like he's 25 years older. Um, But no, I love that movie. Um, Some of my favorite, one of my favorite lines is, just tap it in, just tap it in, just give it a tappy tap tap. Um, yeah, I'm also going to talk to this as well, and I'm kind of curious of what Austin's opinion, I'm assuming he's seen Hat Kilmer, of the 25th anniversary of this great, great movie. Uh, yeah, so I... <laughs> I have seen Happy Gilmore once or twice in my day on VHS. Anyway, um, it was seeing that was pretty great. Um, and did you see the response from Shooter McGavin? Yes, I so did. that I was did not watch the clip though, but I heard it was about good. It. it was good. So. No, I love that shit. Um, and 25 years ago, that's insane. That's so long ago. I'm older than the movie, which is cool, and also not at all. Oh, God, I'm getting old. Anyway, um, no, it's really cool, so I'm going to talk on that. Yeah, and while he's doing that, I just want to point out, I've actually tried the Happy Gilmer shot, and probably... I'm a terrible golfer. I suck at golfing. My drives are 50 yards deep, five yards off the ground. Like, that's not good. But the one it's time... It's not true. He's being humble. <laughs> the one time I tried the uh, Happy Gilmore shot, I, was, I actually got on par three. I got on the green with one hit. I retired right then and there. So, yeah, he just walked off the course. Just, you know, did the whole Jose Bautista bat drop, but it was a golf club and just. Yeah, you just flipped the club and. <laughs> just flipped it and walked off. Round It's great. Um, no, uh, that that's it for the uh, 
joke or joke segment. Um, I I feel like some football because I actually came across some news that caught me real off guard. But yeah, I saw this. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Beautiful. So Philadelphia Eagles didn't have the greatest season. Um, their big contract, huge contract, number one quarterback, Carson Wentz, is traded to Indianapolis Colts. Probably thinking, what player? Well, have a couple draft picks. Not crazy high draft picks, at least in the first one. We got a third round pick in 2021. So it was upcoming draft. And then 2022, a conditional second round pick. And basically the conditions is that if Carson Wentz plays more than 75% of the Colts offense plays, then it moves up to the first round. So it could potentially be a third and a first round draft pick. But as it sits right now, this third and second round draft pick, those are higher round or, you know, a couple higher round draft picks. And so they potentially could get some good players from that, but they're still paying. They still have to pay a thirty. Three point eight million cap hit, and that's straight to their cap. That's the highest any team has ever had to take on a player that they don't have on their roster anymore. Um, Brutal. But the Colts still, you know, have to pay Carson Wentz a hundred and twenty-eight million dollar contract they signed. Plus a $10 million guaranteed roster bonus. And that comes out March 19th. So both teams say they got what they wanted the deal, but I think Eagles clearly wanted to just drop some cap, get a little bit more room, even if they're retaining 33 mil. That's not hundred. That's not even close to one hundred twenty-eight. So, um, what do you think about this crazy trade out of nowhere? At least it was out of nowhere in my eyes. Well, so I mean, I don't know. Maybe this was coming, but it's for me from an outside observer because I don't know tons about the team. In fact, uh, all I know is that they had a crap year, like you said, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially thought this was kind of, I, I didn't think it was a fair trade and then, but I didn't know about the contract thing. So if they're, uh, retaining salary as well, I just, I don't see this as a good trade for the Eagles. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, thought, like, you know, sometimes when players sign these big contracts, they have a year where you know, gets in their head and they have a bad season. I just assumed 
they basically just wash off the season and at least see what happens next year and then go from there. But apparently they want to move on. They're back up. I'm having a brain fart right now. I can't think of What's that? The backup for Eagles. He played four games. Um, I believe he won one of them. Didn't do too terrible. Didn't do any worse than Carson Wentz. So, uh, I mean, Josh McCown or Nate Sudfield. I believe so. And um, yeah. Anyway, so. I guess we'll see where they end up going with quarterback, but I wasn't planning on talking about a trade today, but came across this and definitely caught my interest. Anything else to say before we move on to some CFL football? Let's get to the CFL. Beautiful. Because three more it's just second rant. Let's go. Cameron Judge, who's a Canadian linebacker, signed by the Toronto Argonauts. Um, reason why I'm a little frustrated with this is that every team was instructed to spend down to the cap floor which is not much in the CFL. And every team's been doing that except for one. That one team's been Toronto. They signed players like Cameron Judge, who's an amazing linebacker. He's a uh, um, Canadian, so he he's a ratio breaker. And then they also signed Eric Rogers, who's a great wide receiver. He's signed uh, Nick Arbuckle is going over there. Uh, a bunch of a couple of linemen, a bunch of these couple of D linemen. Charleston Hughes is another one. All these players and every other team's cutting players, cutting the salary, and it really just doesn't put me in the best moods when I see this type of stuff when one team is all of a sudden just spending, spending, spending. And I, to my knowledge, everyone else is spent down to the floor. So I kind of hope that all the spending goes for naught, to be honest. But what's your opinion on Cameron Judge going to Toronto? Um, I mean, with, in regards to like spending and whatnot, it's, it does to a certain degree feel kind of, kind of shitty, but I will say it's, as long as it's within the salary cap, it's, you know, like it's, they're, they're in the rules. Mm -hmm. So as much as it sucks, it's not against um, any kind of regulations or anything. Yeah, that's just the part that also 
makes me a little bit upset is everyone's saying, or also, you know, at the same time, it also doesn't really make me upset because everyone is saying, like, the Riders were going to be the team to uh, do this type of stuff that Toronto's doing, and they clearly aren't. So, for everyone out there that said that, you're wrong. It's Toronto. Yeah, so suck it. Suck it. Um, yeah, moving on. This probably isn't going to make me that much happier because I'm trying not to get picked up. But, but Commissioner Brandy Ambrosi, um, he keeps saying that the 2021 season is going to be a full season. Uh, like, go on without a hitch, all this stuff. But he said that stuff in 2020, and we all know how that happened. It's just deja vu all over again, and I really, really hope this time we get a different outcome. I hope that it sounds like, though, they might be relying lots on vaccine, but I'm hoping maybe start the season without any fans and then once the vaccines get more, slowly start bringing fans in. I mean, you might not even get a full capacity by the end of the season, but it's a gate-driven league, so if you can get some in, then that's benefit, but I really hope they put on a season regardless. I know they'll lose money if they don't have fans, but I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping that a season happens, but at the same Me time, too. not letting my hopes get up too high. Um, like for example, the CFL, like the riders asked me to renew my season tickets. I'm not, even though I can get a refund again, I'm not probably not going to go through that process until I know for sure what's happening. So what do you got to say there, buddy boy, on the commissioner, Randy Ambrosi? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm with you. It's cautious, cautiously optimistic. Um, I want a season, of course. Love the CFL, love the riders. Want to see them play some games. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic. I love but it. with with a little um, bit of caution. If it was plausible when I came up to BC for your wedding and stuff, as the football was going on, if I was allowed to, I was going to go to try and catch a game at BC Place if it lined up properly. But we'll see if that's even in the cards. But because I heard good things about that stadium as well, so I wouldn't mind. Catching a game there myself, but yeah, I'm out of football news. I know Austin loves talk about hockey. Want to get to it? Let's get into it. Let's get into it instead. <laughs> Do we have to though? Can't we just like end the show right now? And I don't have to talk about this. I don't know if you guys heard Connor McDavid kid. 
I really don't want to talk about it with what happened last night. <laughs> I really don't want to. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, why not? Uh, maybe because I was about to say the Oilers beat the Flames, but McDavid beat the Flames. Yes, he did. Because he they scored seven goals and he got a hat trick and two assists. Um, I guess he felt bad because the game before on Friday he uh the Flames actually held both McDavid and Dreisaitl off the point sheet, which is huge. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. We still lost. <laughs> yeah, but then you make him angry, and you don't like Mc. You he he. He yeah. turns into Hulk when he gets mad. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, I think I'm just gonna let you. Cause I'm sure you can probably ramble on a bit about it. Hundred um, percent. Um, I'm gonna pack a bowl take a hoop, try and drown this out, and let Austin talk about McDavid getting 500 points. Yeah. So, Connor McDavid uh, becomes tied for eighth. um, Eighth fastest all time to hit 500 points. Did it in 369 games. Uh, Tied with Sidney Crosby. Who has been like he's been compared and like oh is McDavid the best in the league is Crosby the best in the league blah 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 it's an interesting thing that they hit the 500 point mark at the exact same amount of games it's uh it's a really neat thing I think um and then it was as a Canucks fan very enjoyable to watch Connor McDavid get five points against the Flames um but it was a night where uh, Austin Matthews ripped some beautiful goals. He was playing incredible. And everyone's like, oh, Matthews is incredible. And McDavid was like, hold on. Hold my beer. Watch this. Hold my beer. Exactly. Did you see the goal he scored where he took it from? I guess you watched the game, hey? Like McDavid's goal? Yeah. Well, when the- when he wasn't even looking at the net, he was looking to pass the entire way, and he's just like, Dunk, top shelf. Done. Like, it's it's honestly, it's disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I did after that goal? I was like, oh, video games. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheat code. He's a cheat code. It's not fair. Yeah. Um, and on the topic of him and Crosby tied for that, uh, Crosby playing his 1,000th NHL game. Yeah, that's a, a thousand. That is, and keep in mind, you know, he would have hit this a lot sooner had he not been uh, dealing with so many injuries. Yeah, the concussions, and I think there's other ones, but he had like some neck stuff, I believe. But yeah, no, he um, lots of head injuries, and that's not something to take lightly. So, not at all. But you know what? A thousand <laughs> games is an achievement. It is. Um, that is so impressive. He's uh, only 33 years old. So he's not... He's 33. He's got some time, you know? He... Um, I he's be... played more games than Mario Lemieux, which is kind of wild. 
yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays for another three, four seasons. Well, and the cool thing about him is in a thousand games, he has 1,276 points. Yeah, a few. He's only 32 goals away from 500. You know, he's, um, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, that's probably a safe bet if I was a betting man. Which I, I would be. bet <laughs> on that. You know, three Stanley Cups, gold medals, world junior, uh, all this shit, you know. Yeah. Um, that's so, like one of the only time. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but that was like the only time I liked watching him is when he got the golden goal for Team Canada. So, well, that was a beautiful thing. Um, but just like a beautiful career so far, and honestly, he's not done yet. Like you said, he's 33 years old, he's got time. Yeah, um, I just wish he played for the Flames. And so, last thing I see on the docket for the NHL, uh, or not quite last thing, second last thing, um, because, mm-hmm. or I guess hockey news. Yeah. NHL, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> sorry. Um, no worries. So, this was an interesting story. Uh, the outdoor game in Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were very excited for it. And for good reason, you know, honestly, it looked beautiful. Myself included. There was included. a lot of great shots. It was the background. The backdrop was fantastic. No, you tell However, me. However. Makes me want to move it. That's for sure. hundred percent. However, the NHL forgot about this big old burning ball of gas in the sky. It's called the sun. It gets hot once in a, once in a while here. It does. Yeah. And, um, so they had to delay a game, I think something like nine hours. Something like that. I was turned the TV on. I unfortunately wasn't able to catch the first period. I was ready to watch the second and third. And it was like, all right, we have a delay. I think it was about two o'clock. It was delayed till 9 p.m. this game. The longest first period intermission ever <laughs> ever there was a stat um there was it was like nine hours in between goals yeah it's insane um and i guess the game today they're like hmm maybe we don't want to go through the exact same thing so they didn't start till seven thirty. <laughs> see that's the idea wait till this that big burning fireball goes away which, speaking of that game, uh, well, Colorado did end up, since we're talking about the outdoor games, they did win that game 3-2. Um, before we started recording here, Boston was up in the second period, uh, also 3-2. So, theme? But, yeah, it, I would have loved to be playing on that rank. And they're making a positive out of a real shitty situation the fact that we can't have any fans. If we were able to have fans, they would never played at this rank, ever. Because they were saying that you're, they wouldn't have had the space to make, to 
put fans there. So they taking advantage of that situation and put in this beautiful location. And I kind of wish I was there watching or just there in general. There were some people out on the lake or lake out on the lake in their kayaks and you know drinking and having all lots of fun and stuff like that and it looked like a great time. Yeah. But unless if you have any other NHL particular news, um, this used to be a local news for Austin because but he moved to BC apparently. Um apparently. But yeah, unless if you stop me and you have any NHL news. I got some interesting local Saskatchewan Saskatoon Saskatchewan sports news. Um and that is you guys if you're or NHL fan, you know Mike Babcock. Um, he used to be head coach for Detroit. He used to be head coach for Toronto. I don't know if I'm missing any teams. Uh, Anaheim. Anaheim. He won Stanley Cups, the Olympics, all this great stuff. Now he's also doing other great stuff. Here in Saskatchewan, in Saskatoon, at a university that I actually deliver linen to, um, he is volunteering for two seasons after the uh, current head coach, Dave uh, Adul, Adolf, 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 Dave Adolf. Um, yeah, so basically what he's going to do there is um, be the head coach and his job's to try and find a really good associate coach, groom him for two seasons, make him the head coach. I think it sounds like a brilliant plan. I'm very thrilled for this. We already get amazing players from Saskatchewan, hockey players. This is only going to boost the hockey program in, here in Saskatchewan. I think it's great, and I'm very curious to hear what Austin's opinion of this. Um, I'm conflicted. Because on one hand, he has had a lot of success in the past. Um, but I will say it's also been a while since he's won a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, well, I mean, one of the main reasons he's not in Toronto anymore was how he treated some of the younger players in Toronto. So, true. I but- think if he's changed, then. And he and he won't do that kind of shit. Then I think this could be very good. Um, if he goes back to his old ways, then not so much. But I think for him, 
I think he's viewing this as a way to kind of like gain back some traction. And if he can do well here, I think uh, that'll be good for everyone. Yeah, and also, I don't know, like at the start, he, I think he'll be doing some head coaching. But I think he honestly will be mostly just a mentor to whoever he brings in for these Fair. few years as like I don't know how much head coaching he's particularly going to do. Um, yeah. So that could also benefit if he's not actually interacting with the players directly. Um but it could also benefit the players though, even if uh, Mike doesn't do the greatest job, they could definitely prepares them to be like, oh, this is what an NHL coach could, you know, sometimes they are rough around the edges. Sometimes they are a little bit more aggressive. Sometimes, you know, it will, should prepare them for the next step up a lot better as well, I would think. Yeah, it's definitely something to that for sure. Um, oh, this is huge. Um, I used to clean his windows on his cabin up at Emma Lake, so um, I always thought that was kind of cool because I was a hockey fan, and I paid attention to Mike Babcock quite lots because my dad is a Detroit Red Wings fan, so he has been back in their heyday as well. So... uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what how this pans out, and it's either it's either gonna be really good or really bad. But yeah, oh, now I start. Is has the rain picked up a little bit over there? Uh, not really. It's just it's been coming down for a while. I don't know. It all kind of seems the same now. Yeah, because I think I just. Picked up some of the rain there a little bit. That's why he's asking, but it's not Fair a big enough. deal. Um, that's all the news I got. Do you have any interesting or stone? Did you watch the uh, clip I sent you? No, I did not while we were recording here. No. Yeah, right now while we're recording. So the Canucks currently are playing the Jets. Um, it's halfway through the second period. It's 2 nothing for the Canucks, which doesn't matter for whoever's listening because it's already done by the time you're listening. Mm-hmm. However, Elias Pettersson scores a between-the-legs, backwards, top-shelf goal. And it's just a beautiful thing. Um, if you can, you should check it out. If whoever's looking. Yeah, I will definitely now check it out. Um, this is one of the few times I actually want, I'm okay if Vancouver was to beat Winnipeg once or twice. Um, because that's who the Flames are trying to catch. I, okay. I I will pull Canucks into the playoffs and just destroy you guys in the playoffs. That's fine with me. I just want to get it there. 
<laughs> you want the flames to get there. But, oh, no. dang, we're tied in points right now. I mean, you guys got three games in hand, though. True. Um, but we're in the month of February. I think we're only at home four times. It's kind of insane. But, um, also, just quick shout out to uh, um, Austin Matthews, who has 18 goals in 19 games. Yeah, you, you kind of mentioned that already, that he's kind of helping out your uh, little fantasy thing there. Oh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know if Austin already has, but if you guys want to see this amazing goal, then go check at Podstone. One of us will post it. So, unless there's anything else. That's it, baby. That's it, she says. Also, baby. Um, baby. I will do my stoner statement because I'm quite stoned. And Same. This one didn't drag on as much as last episode. That's a success. And we got some NBA All-Star action coming up. We got some football trades that caught me off. Guard signings that make me mad. NHL, we got McDavid game points. Okay. Crosby, still playing hockey. Local this time. Everyone out there, stay stoned. <laughs>